Hi out there. I'm Pat Polly, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Every week, we interview people from the visual arts or the performing arts. And this week, Carla Maskey, owner of Maskey Fine Art Gallery and Sculpture Park on Camino Island, is here. Welcome to the show, Carla. Thanks so much, Pat. I'm glad to be here. It's so great to have you on the show. But before we get started with the interview, let's talk about a few art happenings going on here locally. Uh, first of all, um, Greg Cusera Gallery has the best gallery exhibit in town. Now, by the way, First Thursday Art Walk in Seattle's Pioneer Square, which includes a Cusera Gallery, is not going to be on July 4th. It's going to be on July 11th, so keep that in mind. Anyway, at Greg Cusera Gallery, there's a John Buck exhibit, and he has wonderful, amazing kinetic sculptures, and these are so impressive. They have many moving parts, and they're huge, and they're just something you've really got to see. They also have social messages, so they've got everything. But besides that, he has wonderful woodcut prints, and these are um, very detailed. I don't see how he gets so much detail in here. Imaginative and very colorful. They're made from woodcut carvings, and they're, they're colored. They're just quite wonderful. Then also at Greg Cusera, there's a, an exhibition called Mostly Cats, and this is done by Edward Wicklander, and it's a lot of wonderful sculptures, uh, cat sculptures of every form. Uh, it'll make you smile. It's really fun. And then on Whidbey Island now, there's a new show. It's never happened before. The Glass Guild Art Show, July 5th and 6th. That's just coming up this next weekend. Their first annual show. But, you know, Whidbey Island has been a haven for glass artists for a long time. But a Freeland artist, uh, Richard Lalonde, I actually have some of his many books, and they are wonderful. He has been teaching fused glass uh, out there for many years, and he has helped bring together this guild, and they have over 70 pieces of fused glass art, which will be in display at Zeck Hall in Langley. So this is their first exhibit, and rare uh, to see just a fused glass exhibit. But I know there's been some at Carla's Gallery, We'll be back shortly talking with Carla Maskey about her wonderful art gallery and sculpture park on Camino Island. Stay with us. Support for Artbeat Northwest with Pat Polly comes from Pratt Fine Arts Center, offering year-round classes for youth, teens, and adults. Located in the central area, Pratt is the only facility in the Northwest where absolute beginners and established professional artists work side-by-side, creating art in glass, metal, stone, and wood sculpture, jewelry and metal smithing, painting, drawing, printmaking, and mixed media. Learn more and register for classes at Pratt.org. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Art Beat Northwest. We're here talking with Carla Maskey, owner of Maskey Fine Art Gallery and Sculpture Park in Camino Island. And Carla, 
how would you describe to listeners uh, what your gallery and sculpture park are all about? Uh, Pat, it's it's an indoor-outdoor contemporary art space. So I have a 3,000-square-foot gallery, and then I have, which is on 10 acres, and on the 10 acres I have over 100 sculptures. And they're all for sale as well, and they change um, throughout the year. So your sculpture park is really quite wonderful. It's all wooded, and why don't you talk about what kind of what it looks like? So when I started, it was all wood, and I oh, actually really? sculpted out my sculpture park. Oh, you I did? Had to, I did. <laughs> I learned how to run a bulldozer and a backhoe, and I tried to keep um, almost all my evergreens. Um, the best I could, and then I've been planting ever since. So the whole idea is to make it look like a park or a garden. So when people come out here, they can actually see sculptures placed on their own properties, you know, amongst their own gardens. And it's been fun. I mean, every year I keep adding more plants. I, I even bought a bulldozer so I could keep working on other aspects of the property. <laughs> You have your own bulldozer. <laughs> I, I do, and I, I run it, too. Now, what is your history as far as having galleries is concerned? Because you've got a long history. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I've had a gallery for 31 years. Uh, this gallery is relatively new. It's been here 12 years. Um, prior to that, I, owned, I co-owned a gallery with the artist Jack Gunter, and we had a gallery on Mano Island together for 19 years. Ah. So it's, it's been a long time. Um, I come from a background of artists. Uh, my mom was the curator of the sculptor David Smith estate for about nine years, so most of the 70s and early 80s. Oh, so you've been immersed in art, and you must have had this dream of a sculpture park for a long time. I did. Um, I actually, it took me a while to find the right property. So I looked for about four years. I, I owned the gallery. Um, I was still running History of the World. And I finally found a 10 acres, and it was perfect because I wanted to have a place I could develop, have a gallery. And I actually live above the gallery. Oh, so you do? Oh, so yeah. you get to immerse yourself in that wonderful forest environment on a regular basis. Um, I know every once in a while an insurance company for cars will say, oh, I think we can beat your rate. Um, How far do you commute? And I say, I go up and down stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) So tell me about your current exhibition. Now that just opened this weekend, is that right? Yeah, Summer was, moments. I mean, you're a busy lady. <laughs> well, every six weeks I change the shows, and this um, this show is called Summer Moments, and it's featuring some fabulous sculptors and painters. Um, I have Don Anderson's uh, stainless steel and copper pieces. Stephanie Hargrave. Um, oh, I know Seattle artist. She's great. <laughs> I interviewed her once. <laughs> oh yeah, they're incredible and caustic. Uh, Ann Martin McCool. I've, I've, I've shown Ann Martin McCool's work probably 30 years. Uh, Dan Hoy. 
Uh, let's see, who else? Hiroshi Yamano, a fabulous Japanese glass artist. Uh, Makaya Benvenu, who's also a stainless steel sculptor. But in this show, I have his 3D printed sculptures, which is really interesting and a whole other um, media that I'm learning a lot about. Uh, so it's a wonderful show. And outside, we added about five new sculptures. Oh, yes, so I have to add Boyd more sculptures. Winnell. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yes, you always add new sculptures. It's great. Now, if uh, someone wants to go up there and look at your exhibition, uh, how would they plan to do that? Do you think uh, it would be a great day? This is what I think. It would be a great day trip up there. But what would you recommend uh, as far as planning your day? Well, I'm open every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 1030 to 5. And it is. It's a great day trip to come up here. There's uh, several nice restaurants. There's parks to hike. And the uh, parks are right on the beach, right? Yes, there's several um, beach hikes. And that's not far from me, two miles from me. Actually, a little less than two miles. So you could come up and spend a nice day up here. Yeah. And it probably takes only... Well, depending on where you're from uh, in Seattle, but on a Saturday, probably a little over an hour to come up. Well, yes, it's it's really close compared to, you know, a lot of people take such long trips to get into environments that are not any more remote than yours in a way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and they don't have as much sculpture, right? No, it's nice. And I have tables set up, so anyone's welcome to bring a packed lunch. Oh, wow. A bottle of wine, and I always have umbrellas out and tables set up, so you or even chairs throughout the park, so you could find a nice place to sit and have a lunch here. Now, I understand you're having a big art auction uh, coming up pretty soon, too, August 31st to October 5th, yeah, kind of so- spanning the fall. How does this work? Well, every year I do an auction, and it's 50-50 with the artist, which is, I don't know of any other auction where 50% goes back to the artist. Um, I run it for six weeks, and people during uh, September, it's either bid or buy, meaning they can come in, um, if they like a piece, they pay the full value of it, and go home with a piece. I pull it from the auction. And if they can't come to the live auction, October 5th, which I have a real auctioneer, I have an MC, um, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's, it's only 25 at the door, and I have food and an open bar. But if you can't make it on October 5th, um, you can come during the month of September and actually leave a bid on, on a piece. Ah, so you don't know if you're going to get it for that bid or not. But say True. you like something, and but you're not totally committed, so you could make what you think is a good bid on it. Correct. And then see if, you know, you can get it at a little bit of a discount. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you, a lot of people, um, like last year before the auction, I think I went in with about 47 absentee bids, and 23 of them got their bids. Oh, wow. Well, it's worth, you know, going up there and putting in a bid. That's going to be fun. And it sounds like a great party with it all is. kinds of... Um, 
my my auctioneer was actually here this weekend because I just opened up with this new show, and we decided to um, try our the group that was here, the people at the opening, and so we auctioned off a beautiful bowl by Brian Summers. And oh, so, so you had, had a, a trial run. <laughs> we had a little trial run, and it was fun. Oh, that's great. And so that is in October well, at the final is, right? The, but, the final auction, which is the live auction, is October 5th. And then, but you can put in a bid in September. Yep, and any, then any weekend holds. in September, or you can call and make an appointment. I do take appointments during the week. Oh, okay. So if somebody can't get there on the weekend, you will accommodate them if they're interested right. in putting in a bid. That's great. It, it helps because I live here. So. Oh, yes. Well, that's so. really good in a way, but, you know, <laughs> in a way, it's, it's not good. You, But it's good you're not open all the time because you need some free time, right? Well, I had an artist recently say, well, I know you're closed Monday through uh, Thursday, uh, a new artist I'm working with, and those are your days off. And I laughed because I thought the only time I get a day off is if I leave this place. <laughs> it's really hard to not work on the property, work, you know, inside the building. Oh, tremendous upkeep you've got, really. Oh, yes. And I've got two new puppies that are now six months old. Oh, and that's tremendous upkeep, too. <laughs> <laughs> but really, what, what kind of dogs did you get? They're mixed. They're rescues. Oh, um, But they're cool. sisters. They're siblings. Oh, nice. Nice. So they'll get along, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, they do, and it's fun. They keep each other occupied. They play a lot. That's great. Now, I have to ask you about your stone carving workshops because uh, you are having one this fall. I thought you usually had them in the spring, or do you have them both times? Or Why don't you talk uh, about your workshops that you have out there? What a yeah, I, I have a stone carving workshop here every year, and it's usually the end of May. So we have the, the one in May, but I have so many people inquiring about it, but I decided to do one the 1st of August. Oh, so you're doing two a year then? Yeah, this is the first time I've done two in one year, and I actually still have room in August, so if anyone out there wants to learn how to stone carve, it's three days. I have a master stone carver. I have it catered, so the food is excellent, And, and it's fun. I mean, you can be a beginner beginner. The tools are here. The stone is here. You um, you do have to bring some things with you, but basically you just show up and um, you know, learn how to carve stone. Oh, that's great. So it's beginners and accomplished artists. They're um, kind yeah, of together. You know, I, I have one, well, more than one, probably about five people who come every year. Oh, and wow. Yeah, and they've become, they must like it. <laughs> well, it's fun. It's a nice social um, event too for three days. And you ca- you must carve outside, which is yeah. really, you know, I can just see people really thinking it's so wonderful to carve outside in that wonderful forest surrounded by other sculpture. <laughs> and I and I show Cantero's work here, and he's um, teaching it. Ah. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, four years ago, I went to Italy, to Carrera, and I actually carved an eight-foot marble piece. Oh, wow. Do you have it in your sculpture park? 
Or were you able to transport it back from Italy? (laughs) That's heavy stuff. I had had an option to show it in Hamburg, Germany, in a sculpture park there. So Ah. it's presently in Hamburg. Oh. Do you have plans to bring it back home at some point? Well, I would love to. I'd love to have it here in in the park, but actually... There's another part of me that hopes to sell. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, well, that's always a good option to have it placed in a wonderful home that loves it. Yeah. Besides you. (laughs) But listen, it's already time for a break. We've been here talking with Carla Maskey about Maskey Fine Art Gallery and Sculpture Park on Camino Island. We'll be right back with more on RB Northwest. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Featuring a school of over 400 glass fish from makers around the world. School, the Joseph Rossano Salmon Project, highlights the plight of global salmon and steelhead populations and recognizes current conservation efforts. See it at BAM from April 12th through August 11th and save the date for the 2019 Artful Event Auction Gala on Saturday, June 29th. Artful Evening is BAM's most fun, festive, and important fundraising event of the year, supporting world-class exhibitions and essential community programming. Get tickets and learn more at BellevueArts.org. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Carla Maskey, owner of Maskey Fine Art Gallery and Sculpture Park on Camino Island. And uh, Carla, I've got to ask you, how do you, you know, you have over 100 sculptures. How do you manage to accumulate those? Are they all for sale? Are some of them uh, ones that you personally don't want to part with? You know, what's the story there? They're all for sale. They're all on consignment here. There's over 45 artists, sculptors, um, represented, some as far away as Hamburg, Germany, and Japan, as well as I have an artist from New York, uh, Colorado, Oregon, Canada. (laughs) But the bulk of the sculptors are from Western Washington. Ah, so it's international but focused locally. Yeah, the focus locally. It's it's hard to get um, sculptures uh, from too far away, but you'll laugh. The ones I have, the furthest away, are stone sculptures, and most of them, (laughs) they're over a ton. So that's hard to transport. (laughs) (laughs) They were carved here in Washington. The Ah. two different German artists I show both um, were invited by the Northwest Stone Carving Association to come and teach. And then after they were here, a lot of times they're here for a month, they carve. And they love the basalt that we have in Washington. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's how I've ended up with um, the two different German artists. Um, And the same with the Japanese artist that I show here. Oh, he Um, carved his here too? Correct. Oh, really? Now, what do you look for in sculpture? Oh, I, you know, I have everything outside. I have to like it. it That's number start. one. <laughs> um, but I have bronzes by Kevin Battelle. I have glass and steel pieces from Shirley Erickson. Um, 
I have stainless steel pieces, uh, just about everything, ceramic pieces, whimsical pieces. So there's a little bit for everybody, and the price range is, you know, as low as um, a few hundred dollars to several thousand. Yes. And so there's there's something for everyone. I, I did this because a lot of people think of sculptures as um, only for big lobbies or street corners, and I think people should be putting sculptures in their their gardens and in their yards. So do you think, then, that this setting really helps the artists uh, sell their sculptures? I, I do, because you can, you can envision it in your own garden or in your own woods. Um, and, there, and people, it's not like they've never done that before. There are people who have collected sculptures and put, it, put them on their ground. But I think I'm educating people that, you know, you don't, just, you don't just have to buy art for your walls and sculptures, you know, for a mantelpiece. Think right. about your outside. Well, I think people in general are thinking more about, you know, sculpture and, and different um, other art for their gardens, for sure. Now, I've seen some of your sculptures are really pretty well integrated into the trees and 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 so on how do you manage to do that um well i work with the artist so um i know what's coming and before we place a piece install it i walk the grounds with the artist and we try and pick what we think would be the best site for it oh before it's even complete huh yeah and um like, I, I'm actually adding a new part into the sculpture park, and I just planted it. And I know of a, a sculpture that's coming, and I think it'll be wonderful in the middle of that. The trees are all young. The bushes are all young. But it, I think um, it will make a nice um, new area. Ah. And hopefully the artist likes it, too. But that's, that's what we do. We, I want the artist to be really happy with where their piece is. Right. So your your park has been described as, it's big. I mean, serene and enchanting paths through forested areas with sculpture at every turn. Would you agree with that? I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Now, can art aficionados get on your mailing list to be informed about activities at your center? Um, the best way is to come here and see it for yourself and get on my mailing list. Um, you can also go to my website and um, email me, and I can easily put you on my mailing list. Uh, why don't you give some details on how to get on your mailing list? Do you just okay, go, what's well, the website? The website is www.maskeyfineart.com. Okay, and then would that get you on the mailing list if you sign? Can you sign up there? You know, I should have that figured out, but no, not yet. <laughs> not <laughs> I yet. Admit, um, the best way is I have a very easy email, Matsky, M, like in Mary, A T Z K E, at net, And just email me, and I'll put you on my mailing list. Okay, great. Now, before we close, I want to talk a little bit about your 
personal art. Now, I know you've done some sculpture, but you do, you've do you done art for many years, too, yourself. Why don't you talk a little uh, bit about that? I Yes. I, um, years ago, I used to show a Foster White Gallery, and before that, Artworks Gallery, done in Pioneer Square. Um, I'm known for my pastels. I do it a little bit different, more of a hard-edged uh, style. And, you know, I had a hard time understanding this because, to me, pastel is soft edge. <laughs> and I didn't know what we were talking about hard-edged style, but I did look, and I see what you're talking about. And Why don't you explain it to the listeners, though? Well, um, I, I got into masking. Uh, so I would work right up to a mask and then pull the tape, and that's what Oh, that's how that you get your hard edge. Ah, yeah. and I notice you do a lot of uh, different kinds of buildings or structures that would need to have a hard edge. Um, yeah, although I did a whole series of news, and, um, and with those, there were hard edges here and there, but um, a little bit more, yes, definitely softer. I'd use my fingers because I'm working on a pastel. I could blur the, the line a little bit uh-huh. um, and give it that soft edge. So I've done both. Um, it just sort of depends. But the buildings um, are, are kind of the present work that I'm doing now. So you have time to do your artwork as well as run your huge gallery and your huge sculpture park and your bulldozer. (laughs) You must be amazing. I have to admit, I'm not getting as much artwork done as I used to. Um, Yeah, it's a little bit difficult. When I just owned a gallery, uh, and I also had a business partner, and we were both painters, we were able to both paint and do all that. Adding a 10-acre sculpture park, well, it takes up quite a bit of my time. So yes. I'm not doing as much artwork, but um, I, I still get it done. I still get a few pieces done, just as not as many as in years past. But we've all got to get up there and see your wonderful sculpture park. But we are already running out of time. Thank you so much for being on the show, Carla. Oh, Pat, thank you so much for having me. Yes, and a This would be a great day trip destination for all you folks. But get online and look for the info first and then get up there. It's so beautiful. And be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Artbeat Northwest for news and views of the local art scene. I'm your host, Pat Pauley, signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week.